Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. Super Bowl is now history, and of course, uh, one of the headlines, the aftermath of the Super Bowl this week, after the parade, there was a shooting in Kansas City. Um, as of the time that I record this, uh, one person dead, scores injured. Of course, there is a video of one of the shooters being tackled by a couple of good Samaritans. Um, this story just is, is, is just appalling. And there were a number of children who were also injured in this. And, and I, just, I don't understand where this violence comes from and this need for violence, especially at a celebration such as celebration of a Super Bowl. I mean, there are riots when teams win, and it, I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. But again, this is our society today. And, you know, I guess part of it also, it's kind of funny because this story kind of dovetails into, you know, every Super Bowl weekend, you have the Phoenix Open, which is one of the PGA's highlight events. And it was great watching the TikTok videos from there because some of the golfers really enjoy this stop on the tour. And they have that stadium green on 16. Ricky Fowler was cheering the fans on, tell them to make some noise. You know, otherwise golf is very staid, right? You know, very quiet and stuff like that. But problem is they have a number of rowdy fans there, and you add alcohol to the mix, and it can get ugly. And there were some videos this weekend of uh, the crowd getting ugly with some of the golfers. And some golfers did not enjoy it. I hate to say this, but you don't like it? Sorry, man. You know, this is what you've chosen. And to go after people, I don't think it's right. Now, again, some of the behavior I don't condone. Uh, I, I think it was it was kind of it was kind of boorish and, and again, but there's good and bad that comes with everything. And of course, when you mix alcohol in, forget it. And you know, things can go crazy. The other thing a lot of people were talking about from the Super Bowl, aside from the obvious, I didn't even know the rules. You know, as the clock is winding down in the first in, in super in overtime, I'm going, don't they have to hurry? And then finally somebody said, No, you're allowed one possession. Doesn't matter how long it takes. And I'm like, well, why do they bother with a clock? You know, the only thing I would say is maybe make it a 30-minute clock rather than 15 minutes. Cause like I said, I thought they hurry, you gotta call a timeout, you gotta do something. And no, you don't have to. Okay. All right, good to know. Of course, game ended, I think, on the next play, so it didn't really matter. Um, but uh, Kansas City won, really no surprise. But the other thing a lot of people are talking about is Travis Kelsey's uh, incident with Andy Reid on the sidelines. And even Kelsey cannot condone it. Uh, on the New Heights broadcast, he said it was very unfortunate and it was not cool. And Jason Kelsey, same thing. Um and and this is, but this is the society we live in. Athletes can get away with so much. And I'm not saying it's right, but the other part of it is, is that we have so many cameras at a game. I mean, was that a big deal? Andy Reid said it wasn't. Travis Kelsey apologized. I, I get it, but... You know, Kelsey has shown a bit of a hot head at times. Threw his helmet the one time. Reed talked to him. But you can't knock their formula for success. They've now won three of the last five Super Bowls. 
And the other part of it is they, they've won three Super Bowls. I mean, that puts Andy Reid in elite category. And I've always respected him as a coach. I mean, he had very successful Eagles teams, which I covered. And, of course, uh, but they did not translate in winning a Super Bowl. But I think it speaks volumes of Andy Reid as a coach. He was let go by the Eagles and hired by Kansas City two days later. I mean, there was hardly any time to stop. And, of course, Reid has now built a dynasty in Kansas City. What are other people talking about with the Super Bowl? Well, first off, the halftime show. Um, Usher was interesting. Um, I liked Alicia Keys. I mean, I've always liked her, and I thought she was excellent in, in halftime. And, you know, listen, it's not my cup of tea, but then again, the audience they're going for, you know, I'm on the upper demo of it. I'm going to be 65 in June. I mean, halftime show's not for me. You know, I, I want to say the last halftime show I think that was targeted at me might have been bruce in 2009 although i I, i'm probably wrong i'm sure there are some other ones but the point i make is i'm not the target demo for the nfl now i think number one on their wish list would have to be the lady who was sitting in the stands in a suite on sunday taylor swift she is a huge artist the question is going to be will her calendar open up because i think one of the reasons she didn't do it this year is she's doing her world tour there was some time built in there uh but it just so happened that she filled it by coming back here from japan she's going to australia this week and i'm sure travis kelsey is going to join her on tour and uh they are the new power couple so it'll be interesting to see what happens but that would be a good choice for the nfl the NFL, again, is looking for a different audience than I am, and we're not going to get a long concert. You know, We're not going to get somebody of the classic rock era. I really don't think the NFL will, will go that route ever. They will. How about the commercials? I, I have to say I really got a kick out of the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spot. Now, uh, again, I'm a nostalgia guy. And I thought it was a rather unique way of using his uncle's presidential campaign from 1960. I mean, you know, it's over 60 years old. I, I, it was unique, but not many, it didn't resonate with a lot of people. In fact, some of the worst scoring uh, commercials on the USA Today ad meter were the ones that kind of had a message to it. And, and, they, and, and people didn't like them. Now, I'm not saying that the ads are wrong, but people don't want to be preached at during the Super Bowl. They want to have some fun. They, they want to feel good. I mean, I, I didn't even, you know, the Budweiser ad with the Clydesdales, you knew was going to be comic gold. I mean, it was going to be great. It was going to touch the strings. It's, it was great. You knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito teaming up, they were in the movie Twins together, that was going to be a biggie. You know, the Duncan commercial. With J-Lo, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, you, you, you can't beat that. Comedy wins in Super Bowl commercials. Um, also, again, pulling at the heartstrings. Commercials were okay. I, I didn't have a, a big issue with, with some of them. Again, I just thought the ads that had a message did not score as well. Okay, I think I've hit everything from the Super Bowl, <laughs> other than the fact that Yes, I did tell you the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win, and the Chiefs were an underdog. So it was not a good night for sports books 
because of the fact that with the Chiefs scoring a touchdown in overtime, that put the over number in by a half a point, and it cost them. The only prop bet that a lot of people were playing that did not pay off was Travis Kelsey scoring a touchdown. And so there you go. All right, football season is now over. Turn our attention to NASCAR. The Daytona 500 is Sunday on Fox, the biggest race of the year for the NASCAR fans. And uh, again, having gone to it a couple of years ago, I mean, it is really a cool event to be at. And I can cross that off of my bucket list. Uh, really, you know, I, I, again, I was really uh, happy to have been there. The Daytona 500 is always a great day. I know Fox tried to promote it as as Daytona 500 Day or Daytona Day um, a couple of years ago. But truth and reality is, is it's President's Weekend. And again, it's the start of the NASCAR season, but it goes up against the NBA All-Star Game. And there's a lot of folks who still like the NBA All-Star Game. In fact, the year I went to Daytona, the NBA All-Star Game was in Orlando. So we drove through Orlando after the, you know, the 500 was rained out that year. Uh, the first time that I attempted to attend the Daytona 500. Uh, but again, I went a couple of years ago. It was really, really great. And I'm glad I did. In fact, attended both races in 2022 in Daytona and, and enjoyed both of the races for different reasons. They were, they were really good. And I, I urge you, if you get a chance to attend a race, please do so. Um, the thing that struck me, I think, uh, being at Daytona, and I've been to races before. Um, I, I was Dover, I was at Pocono. Uh, you know, I, I've been to a couple of racetracks, and I've been to a couple of races. The thing that struck me in Daytona was it really wasn't that loud. you know, Because, again, it's a two-and-a-half-mile track, and you're, the cars are running around in a pack. And when they're on the, on the back stretch going to turn number three, it's really not that loud when you're sitting on the front stretch. I mean, just, just an observation, just an observation. So. But again, some people think it is too loud. My fiance is one of those people. But I, like I said, you just, it goes by and, and it's done. You're, you're good to go. I don't think it's, it's deafening. You know, it's not like being indoors at a rock concert. Loud. <laughs> That is Trip's Take for February the 15th, 2024. Love to hear your comments and questions about my podcast. Feel free to email tripstake at gmail.com. If you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, hey, you're going to love WTRSradio.com. You can find it online at live365.com. Join me next week for another edition of Trip's Take. For now, I'm Trip Rogers. Thanks for joining me. Make it a great one.